This is random. Oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> <Put this> up. <laughs> <laughs> this is the random. Fr- <laughs> 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 there you go. Okay. This is the random fandom with Brandon and Brandon podcast. And one of these Brandons are my dad. And he plays Overwatch and he screams at the TV. No, I don't! And sometimes he screams at me. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, three cheers for Faith. Hip, hip. Hooray. Hooray. Hip, hip. Hooray. Hooray. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. Hi. Cool. All right, get out of here. You get out of here. You get out of here, yeah. Hello, fellow fanboys. Is your fandom about to get random? And girls. Hello, fellow fan people. Fan people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gender fans of all identifications. You're welcome to join us here in this gender celebration. fans are they fans of gender oh, yeah all, all kinds <laughs> it's the random fandom with brandon brandon podcast coming back to you for the 54th time thanks for joining us today we've got um well we're in a bit of a marvel sandwich you would say we just came out of uh infinity war finally yep. said it right and we're about to get into deadpool 2 great yep. time yep and uh this week this recording we want to talk to you about a uh, a, a great number of things <laughs> what's on the uh, the docket if you would say well, we're going to talk about all things geek today. We've got video games, movies, and a little bit of TV. Starting with video games, we've got some trailers we want to talk about, and also some Bethesda leaks that have come out recently. All right, we yeah. want to touch on that. And one of us, one of the Brandons, has finished God of War. It's not me. It's you. And you're just going to give some, would you say, spoiler-free? Oh, totally spoiler-free. I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll give a couple minutes on that, just my thoughts. Then kicking off to movies... We are going to discuss a little bit more Marvel. We're going to talk about Marvel's Phase 3 and what's ahead for 2018 and 2019. And then what they call Phase 4, which is 2019, 2020. And I'm not really sure how far that goes. A couple more years, maybe. Do they have a limit to their phases? I I mean, eventually they're going to... I don't know. I think... I mean, they've planned out to at least, I know, Phase 4. And I'm, I'm certain that they're just going to, like, as Phase 4 happens, they're planning Phase 5 and 6 and ongoing. More in-depth analysis soon to follow. And then we want to leave you with what? Oh, yeah. Some initial impressions on this early uh, season of Westworld Season 2. Yeah, we're only a few. Actually, it's airing. Episode as, 4 as is pretty airing Pretty much tonight. as we speak, yeah. Um, but uh, we've seen the first three episodes, and we just want to real quickly touch on what our first thoughts are so far on that. Yeah, it's, it's hard to judge a whole season in yeah. its early phases, but just... What we're feeling so far, we're happy to share it with you. And all the other little accoutrements that you're used to, we're coming to you, by the way, uh, on Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers, or soon-to-be mothers, or once-were mothers, that's sad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But as far as like geek culture goes, I was thinking, who's a badass mother? And then I'm like, well, of course, there's Khaleesi, the mother of dragons. Yeah. But I don't think there's any one more badass mother than um, Sarah Connor from the Terminator series. That's very true. Dude, she she killed robots for her son. Yes, we're about to get into all that stuff you just heard us talk about, but as tradition, and it's a pleasure for us to bring you this week's fake sponsors making the 54th episode possible. Who do we want to thank today, Brandon? We've got two fake sponsors, actually, that reached out to us, two different walks of life. Yes. Both with beards. Here you go. Arr! And ahoy to ya! 
As a seafaring pirate, I spend many a night out on the unforgiving waters. Mm. All the days without a bath and that harsh salted air have left me beard looking a bit messy. Unkempt, if ye will. So after me and me crew dock and put our boots back on the ground, I be in need of a proper trim of the beard. Which is why I want to tell you about a barber shop perfect for a salty dog like me. It's called Scissor Me Whiskers. If your beard be looking a bit weird, you need to visit Scissor Me Whiskers. They'll give ye a jolly good cut that even Blackbeard himself would certainly treasure. Tis a place where a cutthroat can get his beard cut. Hmm. Shiver me timbers? Ha! How about scissor me whiskers? Yar! Hi there! I'm bluegrass country star Atticus June Dickens. Woo-wee! I love me some duck hunting. So I'm here to tell you about my favorite brand of audible duck attractants. Drunk Buck's Dumb Luck Duck Calls. So I hope you don't mind. We take just a moment during the... The Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon Podcast. Podcast to tell you about these amazing products. This podcast is Drunk Buck's absolute favorite, so we had to come and tell all... The Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon Podcast. Listeners about an exciting opportunity to pick up your next duck call at a discounted price. Whether you're an avid hunter or just like to fuck with the ducks while you giggle in the bushes, you are bound to find a duck call that fits your needs at Drunk Buck's Dumb Luck Duck Calls. Here to tell you more about how you can save money on the best duck calls in the business, it's the owner himself, Drunk Buck. Huh? What are we we doing? Recording the podcast commercial. Alright, okay. Hold on. Uh, Well, how much time do I have? The fuck you mean we're out of town? Drunk bugs, dumb luck, duck calls. Where foul play is encouraged. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> now, as a man, Brandon, being what you are, which one of those is more interesting to you? You know, I'm not much of a hunter. Yeah. Um, but I love myself a good whisker trim. Yes, but I imagine anyone who does hunt probably has a beard. Like if I was to say, sketch me. You, a hunter. A yeah, hunter. chances You'd are. you probably draw him with a beard. But duck hunting, I know a guy who duck hunts. It's like the lamest, most passive form of hunting you can ever do. Why you, is that? You sit in what's called a... Because you just chill? Yeah, you sit in what's called a blind, and you just wait for them to fly overhead. I mean, I'm sure there's more a- proactive ones, but mm-hmm. the, the way this guy has described it to me, you literally just sit there in a blind. It's like a thicket, and you bring your little chair, and then you wait for the ducks to fly overhead. And yeah, you can do calls. I mean... They're not as good as drunk bucks, obviously. Obviously not. But yeah, these are the best. I, I if you're gonna hunt, at least be an active hunter. Oh, and speaking of hunter, the new Predator trailer. We forgot to mention that we're gonna <laughs> talk about that. That guy hunts. Cool. For sport and trophy. Cool. Or does he? I don't know. This new trailer. It's kind of ambiguous. Where shall we start today? We shall start with video games. Video games. Yes. Let's start first with some trailers that we want to discuss. First, Atomic Heart. Yeah, you know when you originally wrote that, um, you wrote Aromic Heart? Did I really? Yeah, and I was like, (laughs) I don't think that's the right game. Have you ever smelled a heart? Oh, they're so aromatic. (laughs) This game looks funky. Really interesting. Weird. Um, If you haven't seen the, the trailer to Atomic Heart, it looks like a Russian game. But it has Wait, some... when you say it's a Russian game, meaning it's made by... in Russia. Yes, I'm assuming. 
like because the writing was Russian. Mm. I remember. So they're allowed to make games over there. Well, they made Tetris, so yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah those obviously. are the two, and they made uh, the Metro games. Yes. Not well. Did they, or was it? Were they just set in Russia? No, I'm pretty sure they made the Metro games in Russia. Well, who knows Russia better than Russia? Uh, if you haven't seen this, watch it. It's a very, very interesting game. To me, what I took from this one trailer was, it sure looks a little bit Bioshockish oh, yeah. in a yes. weird way. Excuse but me for being off mic, but yeah. Or- Bioshock and robots have taken over, so it's got this like Skynet feeling of but sorts. But then there's also zombies, or are they? I, I mean, don't know. You don't really know. The, the music throws it off, so it's supposed to be almost like retroy old timey. Like I think they're going for a, that Fallout Four feel. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it feels almost like I don't know. It's like got this like prohibition type sensibility to it, but in a future retro way. I don't know. Retro futurism is super in right now, let's face it. Yeah, and they they threw a lot of weird things in the trailer all at once. And I think the whole idea, they were like, let's just throw it all out there so people go, I have no idea what's happening. Yes. Which is true, we don't. And it's not cinematic, it's all gameplay based. Well, there's a little cinematic, but for the most part, this trailer is gameplay based. And it looks, yes, Bioshock, that's easy. Gameplay actually looks quite interesting. It looks like almost Doom-ish. It's a first-person like shooter, but uh, in a in a slower, real, true motion type of way. And it looks very like much like it's got some horror aspects as far as FPSs yeah. go. It does look like an FPS. They hint as much. Um, a lot of customization options just in that quick little reel they showed. Yeah. Or at yeah, least yeah. they hint at it. I have no idea what to expect of this game. I didn't know about this game to literally... It, this past weekend until i mentioned it to you and the only reason i knew about it was because it randomly just showed up on my youtube feed mm. just as like hey here's a trailer you should watch because i gen- generally will go to youtube and oftentimes watch trailers you gotta imagine and i've never heard of this and i'm surprised they're releasing it now not during e3 which well, is I was coming just up say soon. this is just gonna be wet in the whistle and i would be expecting yeah more that's true maybe not, maybe a e3. second trailer by that point yeah and maybe a release date and maybe they wanted to get ahead of the big news cycle because it's really hard to to, to grab the news headlines for gaming. oh when you're just one of many when you're one rate, of many at e3 it's hard to stand yeah, out yeah. in a huge crowd for sure and and we know that bethesda has a real big presence this time so the the theory is that they're going to release something big and, and anytime bethesda releases something big they take it away yeah so and the nintendo is bound to have something uh yeah well i i imagine they're gonna have a demonstration of the fact that the switch is internet ready come this fall maybe they'll have Yay. a demonstration of that Good like job, wow guys. cool way to catch up to you, 10 years yeah, ago you hooked up on the internet guys <laughs> the original xbox hooked up on the internet cool my playstation 2 did with an ethernet <laughs> adapter i remember buying that piece of crap it basically is your external yeah. modem for the the system it's kind of cool though Moving on to another trailer, actually three different trailers that we we just. Well, there's watched. a fourth one out there, but yeah, there? they're all okay. pertaining to this company. Walking Dead. Yeah, this company. So Walking Dead has uh, given their rights or rights to, I should say, uh, Overkill. And I don't know I don't who know Overkill. Overkill is. No, I guess we could have totally easily looked it up before. Yeah, but in all honesty, this. Yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, when they're saying Overkill's the Walking Dead, I'm just like, well, you're putting your name next to it, but I'm not sure what that means. I'm so excited. Based on these trailers, and yes, remember There's we thought Dead trailers. Island was going to be awesome based on the trailer. Yeah, Dead Island wasn't bad. It wasn't awesome, though. But it was a really good trailer. The trailer would have you believe it would have been better. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yes. So, yeah, it's hard to hang your hat on a couple little two to three minute clips. But have you noticed there's a theme in all of these uh, clips that we've seen so far? Zombies. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, geographically, it's... All it's, Washington, D.C.? Yes. 
mm-hmm. and it's you know which is great i think that's that's a perfect spot for something like this yeah and um, we don't know if these characters are just to introduce intro us into a greater world and we'll never see them again or if these are characters we can expect to actually play through or as mm-hmm. we don't know it reminds me of Far Cry 5, when Far Cry 5 was doing their individual trailers yeah. about these different stories of different people. And at the time, it was unsure if you were playing as one of them or if they were uh, if they were just non-playable characters within the game. That's good Turns call. out that they were NPCs. But in this situation, I feel like these are different stories, and I think you're going to play along as that character, and maybe they have converging storylines, but we don't know yet. I don't need a lot of action. They've made it known it's an FPS. It is um, said to be released this year, but no uh, specific date attached Wait, to this it. This year, really? 2018. I did look it up before we got on. Yes. Wow. Um, I expect we'll again see more, hear Dude, more. Have at they E3. released gameplay at all, or do you think they're holding that for E3? I imagine that's going to be the next cycle of uh, of uh, news coverage. Mm-hmm. But I am really interested, and to me, Walking Dead should never be about action. It should be about the story. Story. Yeah. I mean, what's the best treatment Walking Dead's ever received? I'm talking about through, like, you comics. Telltale? Yeah, the comics, TV show, or some of these games they did. Remember that game they did, uh, Survival Instinct, or whatever it was, where you were the Dixon brothers? It was bad. It was like... I, a, yeah, you, I kind of remember how, Why would you like even that. really but, remember? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But um, but Telltale did a great job. Season one in particular got to be the all-time favorite. Yes. And it wasn't like a mile a minute. Yeah, it was about zombies, but story. Give us story. And this looks like it wants to really bad. Yeah. And it just looks like how, I don't know, kind of, especially that one um, vignette through the nurse's uh, perspective, mm-hmm. it looks like a 28 days later setting like... You know, not that they're running around. I actually angry, had but, that same thought. Yeah. Well, it, well, and also, Walking Dead began in a hospital. Yes. So well, sort ha- of, where he wakes up in a hospital. And that really feeling of like, oh shit, everything's turned to shit fast, quick, and in a hurry. Yeah. Kind of almost like the first twenty minutes of uh, Dawn of the Dead, the one Zack Snyder mm-hmm. remade. You know, especially when they wind up in the hospital and the little girls all of a sudden in their their uh, their house and zombies use hospitals a lot. I'm I'm, I'm really what a great that place now. for an outbreak. Like well, literally, that's yeah. where outbreaks happen. I'm really excited. I don't know much about this game. It kind of really has been coming out of nowhere. The first trailer popped up a few months ago, and they've been slowly releasing one or two along the way, and I think they're up to four now. Which uh, is interesting most recent I one. haven't seen any until today. Yeah, they're kind of sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm considering me very interested. I don't know if it's console exclusive yet or not. I don't. I really don't know anything about it. Usually it'll say yeah, if w- it's console exclusive. Like, yeah. you'll see the Xbox logo or the PS4 logo. That would be a selling point for the company, for sure. Yeah. They probably would say that. But yeah, I think we're both interested. Definitely. Moving on to another just quick little news tidbit, Bethesda. If you are keeping up with Bethesda's Twitter, we got a couple new images that... It's hard to explain the images. I'd recommend going on and looking at it. But they're these kind of dirty, grungy men. And in one, it's a very close-up of somebody's teeth. And on the teeth, it says 514. It looks like something very reminiscent of like their latest Mad Max or something like that. It does. It, it looks right. post-apocalyptic, even though it's like just a quick little frame within a picture. You know, you're not seeing the full picture. If you were to like be able to take that image and expand it outward, you'd probably see like, you know, like a barren wasteland and like a nuke going off or and something like that. And that's what it looks like. And, and then the second one is um, you're kind of take. Half the image is, is the like bottom of somebody's, somebody's boot. boot. Yeah, they're and then, and then the uh, the other half is kind of looking up at them. So as like if, if someone's getting stomped. somebody is stomping on you in that first-person perspective. They're teasing at a game that I'm assuming the, the first trailer is going to drop on 514. Obviously, the game's not coming out. 
five yes, tomorrow. Yeah, at this be, point, that would be a little be ridiculous. Pretty bad, cheap marketing. Be very ambitious, but not for the right <laughs> reasons per se. So, what is the, this? the rumor? The hot rumor, based on the fact that um, some Walmart Canada website <laughs> yeah. already released um, their fall lineup for games. By the way, you see, games are eighty bucks in Canada MSRP instead of like the sixty we do here. Interesting. Oh, I guess you got to pay to play. I'm wondering when our game prices are going to go up because sixty bucks still seems pretty cheap for what you're getting. Yeah, but they'll nickel and dime you DLC. So there you go. That's how they make their money. But all that aside, they some of it's like looks like just pure trash, and some of it looks like oh maybe there's something here. I don't. Well, know. Well, most of it looks real. Like it could totally possibly be. Oh, like it says Gears Five or Halo Six. Yes, of course, those are franchise staples, exclusive to the Xbox, of course. Right. So those are coming out. But some of them, are like I don't know about this. Anyways, we're talking about uh, what this five fourteen is more than likely alluding to. Seems logical. They could just be swerving everyone on purpose. But it seems like Rage Two, and which is if that's the case, just some of the reception that's out there and the sentiments I've read and heard is just like. Oh, okay. Well, because Rage... Rage wasn't like a bad game by any means. I remember I liked it a lot. I mean, it was like a solid seven and yeah, a half. Yeah, it was like a seven and a half ish. It's like that just C ish, B minus territory. It wasn't bad I by any means. It, I liked it. I liked it too. I, 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 I remember but thinking, wow, the for... graphics are great. The gunplay is awesome. The vehicle was, parts kind of bugged me. There was something, if I recall, I think the thing that got me was there was not really much of a story to it. The story is pretty And weak. I think it was the quite short. Was... Yes, by it the end was of short. It. It was. And I think that's why people were like, ah, it had all the makings of a good game, but without a full game to back it up. You know what this, if this is to be the case, which signs and rumors and, uh, you know, different kind of guesses would have you believe, it reminds me most recently of like the Tomb Raider remake. It's like, okay, but who is really clamoring for more? It's not like, it's not like I'm like, what? That's so dumb. Or I'm like, yeah, awesome. It's just really. People are like, okay, cool. I'll. Sure, I guess. I'll see. Just well, I wait guess, until I learn more. Is yeah, I guess I'll the, check it out. But yeah, I don't have anyone in uh, my sphere of influence gamer-wise. Even just talking to some people online this weekend that I was gaming with, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, if that's the case. But see, I, I feel like if they can if they can capture a new and improved type of gameplay, like one that plays off the old one, which was great, but really add a cool story to it, I think they got something. And maybe some more elements that was rather just decisively forward linear shooter. Yes, if... I wouldn't be surprised if they make it some sort of open world. Yeah. So first first person perspective, open world, post-apocalyptic, Mad Max-ish type shooter. And oh, remember that Mad Max game? That could have been so much more. I think it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't again, it but was it was like, like a, it was a rage game. It was, just it, like, yeah. It's all right. It was it was way too open and plain to be considered open world in that. Agreed. Yeah. So maybe if this was to be the case, I wouldn't think of it so much as like, oh, the sequel we've been wanting, but maybe it could just the be like what we deserve. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe it could just be like Rage 2, but really like, oh, here's what Rage could have been this generation. Right. So maybe it's just like a redo of even sorts. Even if they even if they come out with another 7.5, it's not bad. Like I would still play it. Yeah, I'd play it. Um especially if it's going to be some sort of linear game where okay, 15 hours in and I can I'm done with it. Great. That's something I would like to play. I don't know if I'd buy it, but I might rent it and throw those 15 hours in. Some of the other games that showed up on this um, supposed leak on the Walmart website, Borderlands 3. Dude. I would love that. Me too. Yeah. We'd be couch co-oping again for the, really the first time in a long time. Right. When yeah. was the last time we couch co-opted anything besides throwing Overwatch back and forth? Yeah. So 
believe what you want, hope what you want, think what you want. We'll see what shakes down when it's all time to confirm or deny. So mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. cool. It's fun to think well, about. Well, I mean, we'll know by tomorrow. tomorrow That's true. Uh, so you will know by the time you listen to this podcast. Let's put it that way. And then you can email us and tell us your thoughts we, later or hit us up on Twitter. You're but like, you idiots. It's not rage. You're dum-dums. We'll get into all that later. So, Brandon, I need for you to, without spoiling anything, mm-hmm. although I know already some things, but assume nothing. Uh-huh. Give me a five-ish minute take with a score or review at the end of your God of War experience. If I give you a score, is that going to kind it's of not gonna, it for you? No, it won't. That, trust me. That, Dude, I've see seen that, nothing but nines and tens and this yeah, and that. Yeah, okay. Touché. And so you're not going to shape my opinion on it going forward. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll give you... I don't even think I need five minutes, but feel free to butt in and ask me a couple questions if if there's something that you want to know. But... um. So what I'm going to say is something that you can easily kind of YouTube and, and see some basic stuff about this because I don't want to spoil anything in the story. But that being said, that's because the story is really amazing. It's it's um, Last of Us level, in my opinion, as far as the story goes. Yeah. Where, you know how I remember Last of Us, one of the best things about it was the relationship that was built right. between Ellie and Joel. In this case, Kratos and Atreus uh, is that relationship. And this one is, the other one was more of a father-daughter, right? But not his real daughter. In this case, it's his real son. And you are dealing with the god of war, the literal god of war, who if you've played the past games, you know he is a brutal killer. And here he has to really figure out the most difficult thing that he has ever done, which is to be a good father. Which is a very interesting Probably story. Probably harder to be told. than being a god. Well, and that's the thing, right? He's he's a god. He's killed other gods, and the hardest thing that he has to get over is how to be a good, strong father to raise his kid right. Which is really interesting. And you've seen um, this is not really a spoiler, but you've seen me play some of the beginning, and he's an asshole to his son. Yeah. Because he's being very tough. And if you played the previous games, you know that his last family. Then ends up was murdered. So well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. By I, I, by, it's not a spoiler by this point because it happens at the beginning of the first game. Yeah, but he he's tricked into murdering his wife and daughter. So this game has that really good story going for it. On top of that, it has some really good gameplay. I think we could all say that if you were looking at The Last of Us, gameplay was a little subpar compared to the story. Right? Agreed. This game has really really fun good quality gameplay with good puzzles on top of the good story and on top of all of that amazing graphics oh the graphics so, yeah in most games you don't get all three you have to kind of give one up in this case you don't so it's rare to have a game that has all of those aspects uh you know where it's engaging it's beautiful story so in that case i just i would say my complete spoiler free review this game is like a 9.5. I don't quite agree with a lot of the 10s that it gets because I feel like there are times where this game does drag on or certain things don't quite make sense. So you're like, ah, I feel like they could have improved on that just a little bit. So in that sense, I'm like, it's not a masterpiece, masterpiece, but it is damn close. Yeah. yeah. What really I've heard, and maybe you can confirm or deny this, some of like the really high points, in addition to what you've already said, was like just the enemy variety there's a, like a pretty good variety of enemies uh-huh both boss fights and you know just your your foot soldiers 
And I've also really heard positive things about the customization options. I think that the customization options are a good addition to this game, but I think that they could have done a little bit more. They're, the way that the user interface was set up often didn't work for me. I think that's one of the reasons, actually, I wouldn't give it a perfect score. Would you expect more now that they've started the franchise essentially over? Yes, absolutely. They've left it open to, to go in many directions for sequels. Great. So yeah, they'll, they'll absolutely, with the success of this game, they'll absolutely have more like it. And that's another thing. They, for a complete, I, I, you know, it, it is a sequel in itself, but it's also a complete reboot, right? Where, right. where the gameplay is completely different, graphics And they are did that different. well, right? I think they went in the absolute perfect direction. I think if they would have had a little bit more RPG-style elements to the upgrading and the crafting, I would have liked that a little bit better. But other than that, I mean, near perfect. Yeah, it's next on my list, and I'm really excited to get well, into it. Well, now that it. I've finished. That's what she said. <laughs> Can we move on? Yes, Have please. we satisfactorily hit all our video game I talking so. points? I believe we have, which means uh, we will now talk to you about the latest comings and goings in cinema. By now, everybody has seen Infinity War. I mean, the numbers would certainly indicate <laughs> yeah. that there's probably like not a lot of people on the planet that haven't seen it. So what can we expect post-Infinity War Part 1? We are in Phase 3 when it comes to the MCU currently? We are in Phase 3, yes. Okay, and we know confirmed there's three left in this phase. And I'm doing air quotes because... Yes. Know, if you, It'd be cool... To see like an artist rendering timeline of this, you know, like obviously phase one was Iron Man. Oh, I'm sure it's And then um, it, it would be cool to have it in front of us. Yeah. But I'm just kind of going off my mental map. So here's what we know we can expect between uh, right now and the upcoming May 2019 Avengers 4 slash Infinity War 2 loosely titled. Right. Well, we don't know what it's called, but that's it's basically a continuation of that. That's a Infinity working War. title yeah. to the fans anyways. And originally they were calling it Infinity War 1 and 2 and then they actually broke from that and said, actually, we're not that. calling that Infinity War 2. I don't know why, but maybe they changed some of the story, so it's changed a little bit. Perhaps. Ant-Man and the Wasp, we know, is coming up later this summer, July, June? I don't remember. 2018-ish. Kind of one of the more forgettable ones for me, personally. Right. Um, I was, I get that they had to do Ant-Man, but that was like one of the ones I'm like, does he really deserve his own film, let alone a sequel? But When you put Paul Rudd in there, yeah, and then, uh, what's her name, Evangeline Lilly? Is that her name? Yes then yes when you have those two i'm like yeah okay they deserve their own own movie i'm excited to see the uh the chemistry they have on screen and the interplay between them what uh, did you think of the first just off the cuff what what did you think of the first ant-man it's like my least favorite of the yeah, Marvel see, movies. mine too i thought it was somewhat funny and i thought it had a couple of really unique scenes yeah but other than that i kind of was underwhelmed by it yes i i expect more um Certainly from the trailers, they would have you believe that they're going bigger. No pun intended. Uh -huh. um, more action. Looks like they're really going for that comedy angle. <sighs> it's just not moving the needle for me. But I'll tell you what is. The uh, inevitable appearance of Captain Marvel. Yes, which we've already seen teased at the end of Infinity War 2. Yeah, of course. And that is going to be early 2019? No, that's late 2018. Oh, okay. I'm assuming the holiday type air. Time. Yeah, makes sense. 
And then, of course, Infinity War the second, which is, like I said, May 2019. And that rounds out this phase three. So all six months apart-ish around. Yeah, that's yeah. about right. Which is smart. I think so. And then these are what we hope, know, expect. We don't really know much of anything for phase yeah, four. Yeah, I'm trying to fill in the right word here. So phase four... If you if you were to go through and look at uh, some of the wikis and stuff, we've got ten movies, ten movies spread between mid two thousand nineteen all the way through twenty twenty. Yikes! So how does that portion out? Maybe that again is every six months or so. so probably something like that. Something like that. The well, math's there. And and there's been times where they have four movies come out in a year instead of say three, um, and I'm sure they're going to have that again. But what are we expecting here? Because we don't know. But we can assume a Spider-Man. Oh, of course. We know they're going to have a Spider-Man 2. Homecoming the, the, was very successful. They're going to do a second Black Panther, obviously. Obviously. we That's that's a for sure because that one was incredibly successful. We know there's going to be a Guardians 3. There's already been talk about that. Yeah, James Gunn has as much talked about it. We, I, we've got to have another Avengers movie because the Avengers are always the uh, kind of rounding out the story so they have these standalone stories yeah the like Avengers everything's always, a river but they're the ocean everything right leads everybody to comes to this yes um now the question is with avengers we don't know what's going to happen in infinity war 2 so i wonder what this next avengers is going to look like are we going to be have called like the, the leftovers new avengers or, or what is that and this be? is all predicated on the fact that they might acquire more uh licensing and agreement with other characters and we don't know because they're working with sony already with spider-man so are we if you're another get... company why would you want why wouldn't you want to at this rate yeah yeah when they're making billions and billions of dollars on their movies you can have spider-man back and then you just rake in the money i mean yeah. it, you just might as well in this case i'm hoping that they give up x-men, X-Men of course that is the the one real hurdle to clear and fantastic four not as much, but yes, that would be cool to see them get the treatment they have yet to really... They've never gotten a good movie. No. I can't think of a single good Fantastic Four movie. I cannot either. Because <laughs> there's never Because it good doesn't one. exist, yeah. Easy but to think of it, something that doesn't exist. But then again, you know, we're kind of... Part of me goes, can the Fantastic Four ever have a very good movie? But then you look at Ant-Man, and we would never have thought... They would make a successful movie with Ant. I mean, it was passable. It's my least favorite of all the standalone New Age Marvel, but still, it but doesn't it mean made it... them money. Yeah, of course, enough to the point where they're having a sequel. And then he's been, you know, slowly sliding in. Would we expect Hawkeye to get his own movie? I don't know, but we know Black Widow is. But do we? But yes. do we? Yeah, we know. Yeah, they've confirmed that. Consider me less than interested, really, or not w- very interested. I wonder... How about that. The hard part for me is I would love to see a prequel for her like how she got to where she is, which we kind of got with the... With the flashback that? from Age of Ultron. Oh, no, I was going to say with that other movie, um, oh, Red, Red Sparrow, Sparrow. The great Red which Sparrow. Which looks just like Black Widow. But anyway, I mean, we know we're gonna, she's going to get a movie. But yeah, a Hawkeye movie. Do we want to see a Hawkeye movie, though? I think he's too ancillary. I think he's too much of a support character that would be hard to see him stand on his own. Yeah, me too. At least the way they've 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 pegged him, you know, because he just hasn't. And I don't mean him as a character, the actor who plays him, just haven't given him a lot of screen time, and he's usually just an insert in a scene or two. Yeah, I think that if they were to make a movie about Hawkeye, it would have to be very grounded and a little bit more gritty than all of the other movies. Yeah, because he doesn't really have powers; he's just really good with a bow and arrow. Yeah, we'll see more from him in a few months, anyways. 
when uh, he inevitably shows up in Ant Man and Wasp, which oh, they is he? F- firmly oh they firmly alluded to it. Did they? Oh, good. In uh, Infinity War. Well, well, they didn't say they were working together. Okay, you can think what you think, but when, when I'm right. We'll, okay. Yeah. Because I, I I don't know I don't think he will. I 100% expect him to show. Really? Up. Okay. 100%. All right. I would be happy if you're correct. Yes. I didn't I didn't think they were hinting at it, but I, I get what you're saying. Everything else, as far as like, if indeed there are ten movies to come, I can, we can say, oh, it's confirmed or this and that, but it's like, but we'll see. Time will tell if there's the delivery on that. Well, and all the other phases have changed a little bit. So they used to have a plan, and then they've changed it as they went along with, oh, this movie was very successful, this movie wasn't, let's change focus. Sure, I wouldn't expect an Iron Man 4 or a Cap 4 or a Thor 4. Actually, that would kind of be cool, Thor 4. Yeah, just call it Thor 4. I kind of like that. Yeah, I'd be for that. Um, I think they will have another Captain America. Eh, it's assuming he makes it out, but it doesn't have to necessarily uh, you're be right. Captain Actually, America. Actually, you're totally right. I, they haven't point. done enough with Bucky to make him seem like he could fill in if Cap, if Steve Rogers, you know, gets capped and they i just don't know i don't know it seems like that's like a a real big stretch to say after infinity war part two next may supposedly there can be 10 more films to round out the next three years it's like oof that's that's yeah you're right here's an interesting thought about bucky they've hinted that he's they they called him before the white wolf the white wolf in the actual comics is sort of an adopted brother of T'Challa who's white and puts on a costume similar to Black Panther. Hmm. And so obviously they're changing that. They're calling him the White Wolf, but I'm wondering if he's going to take on the mantle of White Wolf or if they're just calling him that just to play homage to the character and then he will go and play Captain America. Yeah, I don't know, but it'd be interesting to see what they do there. But I would not be surprised if that's the case if he is in Black Panther 2 and becomes the White Wolf and helps him. My mind's kind of getting numb. Marveled out, dude. Yeah. I know. There's a lot. I'm excited for Deadpool 2. Yeah, me too. Phase Hooray. 2 of Hooray. DP. That's one that I don't mind Sony keeping. Yeah, have it. That's fine. You guys are doing great with it. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Good <laughs> no, job. Exactly. You guys have something you're doing well with. So before we go out of movies, I just want to touch on like one minute, 60 seconds. Or less. Or less. Okay, Predator trailer. Have you seen this Predator trailer, Brandon? Yeah, have you? Yes. Cool. Cool. Right? We should probably not talk about it very much because it looks so dumb. So Predator is finally uh, using our greatest reliance and technology against us. He's found a way to infiltrate Amazon, <laughs> apparently, because, you know, the some. I'm sure they'll explain it in the movie, but that little kid opening the package at the beginning oh, yeah. unearthing Predator <laughs> tech. Like, oh, okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's about. Who the, who the hell sent a little boy Predator uh, tech? Or the little boy intercepted is meant for his like father, who's like an archaeologist or something. And yeah. There's like some cool assassins that are out to get him this time. And, you know, they apparently are infusing, they're absorbing us or something. Like, uh, what the hell was... I didn't catch that. I don't know. I, I, I have to they, admit. They I, learn from us and they absorb us now? I, maybe half the time when I was watching this, I was like, why? Why are they why are they doing this again? Why are they doing this again? It's it's too far gone. They keep on trying to mess with Predator and Alien. Yeah, it's too far gone. Just and sometimes let be. putting them together and they're just like, you know, I'm not saying you can't do a reboot, but maybe you got to wait a while. Like wait a long while before you kick into a reboot where you're dealing with a completely different audience. 
And it just tells me based on who's in it that they're going like they're just trying to hit the tropes like the badass that guy who's being interrogated is like yeah and then the funny man and they got Keegan Michael Key I'm sorry he's hilarious in what he does I don't need to see him in a Predator movie right the hot chick you know Olivia Munn it's just like what are we doing here guys oh but smart because she's in a lab coat yeah at least the first Predator just was unabashedly about muscles and guns right. It was purposely meant to be. And it was all about machismo <laughs> and corny dialogue. This one this one looks like it's going to try to be cool, where the last one just was like, here's what we are. Right. Take it or leave it. It's kind of like... This one looks like it's just going to play to too many fans. They need to just... Uh, the last Rambo, right? It was not a great movie, but people genuinely liked it because it was so ridiculous and leaned into itself. That 50 caliber scene at the end? Yes. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. It, and that's the thing. It's like he decapitates the machete because his muscles are so huge. They just, they know what it is. And they were like, let's just make a movie there leaning into what no it is. There was basically no story. There was just like, the first one I was actually had like a, some good stories, was. like political commentary about guys returning yes. home from the war and can't cope. And now this one's just like, hey, he's going to save became, some missionaries and yeah, destroy a whole so village. But, people, but it actually, people I kind of liked it. I remember seeing that it. in theaters. Uh, see, I didn't really like it. I expected something completely different. And I was like, whoa, I don't know why I expected something different, but I just expected them to upgrade the story in some way. And I was like, nope, they went the other way with it. Yeah. And this one looks it like worked. it's taken a Predator 2 uh, location as far as like Predators come here to Earth. Right. You know, um, they well, this come- is like in the city. And- yeah. Or I, I should correct myself. The first Predator was, of course, on Earth, but, you know, it was very isolated. This one, right. Predator 2, was in Los Angeles. This one looks like it's more urban. Um Whatever happened to that? It's funny. I was reading an article that listed all the previous Predator movies, and they forgot or purposely omitted that last Predators. Remember with Adrian Brody, the yep. ideal action oh, star, yeah. which was okay. But I mean, when a a you know a guy from who's missing his fingers sword fights a Predator and they both die, I'm like, no, a Predator would destroy that dude. I remember. Me? Okay, I've seen that movie. I totally have seen that movie, and I remember thinking it was going to be horrible. Being surprised, it was okay, and that it wasn't as bad as I expected, but still walked away not remembering anything from it. Totally I was like, forgettable. I yeah, I it just wasn't worth remembering. Yeah. Well, we've uh, thanks. For we've listening. talked about this for a lot longer well, than too we longer. Yeah, predator. Okay, cool. This is perfect. Now that we're done with that, let's move on to television. Two thousand eighteen is kind of a downer year when you think about it for the two huge my like two favorite shows on the current Game of Thrones and not happening. Stranger Things. Both are both not, happening not happening here in this year. Yep. So it's nice that we have a very like fill in mm-hmm. Westworld. It's like the next best thing. You know, you say that, but um I I have to admit I'm not really getting into this season. I know we're only three episodes in, but I'm really Hoping I'm I'm trying to latch on to something. It's doing a lot of flashbacks. Now, do we want to get into spoilerish discussion? I mean, I don't think it's really gonna be spoiling anything in particular. I don't think there's yet much to spoil. True. Okay. A whole lot. Okay. There you're right, there's not. So let's let's talk about what we like and what we don't like briefly. I'm hopeful for this season because I really feel like last season was like, here's what Westworld is. In this season, I feel like this is what Westworld will and can be now that basically right. the veil's pulled back, the restraints are off, the puppets cut their own strings and they're running amok. I mean, I know we're going to get like some samurai and it's not just going to be Westworld in the, the urban cowboy, uh-huh. not urban cowboy, 
in the cowboy bike. <laughs> not urban at all. No, I don't know what I'm talking about. But you know what I'm saying. No, yeah. I mean, so we already the know there's days. multiple worlds. Yes. There's the samurai world. There's Westworld, obviously. And then what we've seen is like a India? Something. You know, you like oh, I, it was ancient India it. or something like that. Yeah. I don't want to say ancient. That's not. That's totally not the right word. Indiana Jones style India okay. is the I, only I, way I'd I can think that. of it. I'd give you that. Um, or somewhere in the Middle East anyway, which is all kind of cool. Like I, when they hinted at a samurai world, I was like, whoa, it blows my mind to think that there could be multiple parks. And it turns out this is all controlled by one company, it seems, that have these sections. So it's like, how much land do you guys have? That does That's crazy. always come to mind. In the future, how much land do you guys have that you did this? But I mean, I... It, that's the one thing that I, I'm latching onto is I want to learn more about the other lands. But one thing I can't really get into is the fact that Dolores, who was the main, one of the main protagonists in the previous season, is now the Her character antagonist. Is... She is now evil, just straight evil. Yeah. And I, I'm having a hard time Buying gasping it. that. Yeah. yeah. Gasping or grasping? Or grasping? Yeah. It makes Both. you... Both. <gasps> yes. Yeah. When I'm trying to grasp it, but all I can do is gasp it. Oh, no. Poor fella. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think that's really well, like, the feeling we have, they do that really well in the face of Teddy. He's just like, well, yeah. why are we all of a sudden killing? He's like, I, like, even though he's not fully realizing that he was programmed to act how he had been acting, now he's free to be himself. But he's still just like, well, why are we killing everybody? But he still is, like, reluctantly going along with it because he loves Dolores. Right. But Dolores was, like, kind, sweet, innocent. Again, that was her programming. And now you remember, and even in season one, she's like, I remember everything. And they showed why she remembers things. Right. You know, because she was brought out to be like a, a prototype floor model for potential investors back what looked like a New York City right. or, or something like that. And their past is still probably more of our future here in our real time. I'm just kind of confused as to when the timeline is of everything. Mm-hmm. And when they keep flipping back between the man in black, Billiam, William. Billiam. Yeah, Billy. Because <laughs> he's Billy back then. Right. And now he's William or something. I don't know. They're, yeah. But I still, I remember this feeling after season one in total, I don't get why he became such an asshole when he was like this idealistic young, you know, guy who's about to embark in this world. He can't quite grasp well, you're, all because you're going to see that though in the season. I hope so because they haven't done a good job of that all because some AI rejected him or couldn't remember to love him because well, that wasn't her programming. Well, and that's the thing in season one, that's all that you see is that he turns into a complete tool and Per- takes over a huge chunk of the this park thing from the inside. Well, I don't know if he really does. I, think that's I don't his, think he does. I think that's his end game. I think his problem was once he real he really felt something, and he felt like the the park has the ability to really bring the best out of somebody, like the real self out of somebody. Okay, and that's what he got in the first season. As he gets older, he buys a stake in this uh, park. And he's got to the point where it's not even a challenge anymore. And he feels like he hasn't quite found himself. And now in season two, that he can actually get hurt, he's finding that now. It's like a thrill kill he's, for him. Yeah, a bit. he's kind of like getting that back. Yeah, I just, and you say that, and I, I see that, I hear that. It just still doesn't add up to me that they're the same guy, even right. 30 or 25 years later, however long totally. it's been. And, and I was just saying that because of, the way Ed Harris looks from the guy whose name escapes me. I'm not saying that. I just like, I don't get how he became that guy internally. Yeah. And I think we'll learn more about that. I I, hope so. I'm hoping that what they'll do is they'll tell the story in the next, I don't know how many episodes, 10, 
10 episodes or so maybe more yeah that sounds about right um and then by that by the end of it you're gonna be like okay i get why he's the way he is yeah of course i don't know the the fairest way to judge the show is in totality so far i'm 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 liking it there's nothing bad but it just hasn't really yet grabbed me but i said the same exact thing relative to this time season one about that's true and after what is all said and done it it was a blast you know so I'm I'm looking forward to, you know, peeling back the curtain a little bit more, mm-hmm. especially when they start letting you get into the expanse of what this Westworld really is outside of just the setting we know currently. Yep. Yep. Oh boy. Oh boy, it's gonna be a blast. And then June, we are getting Luke Cage season two. Oh yeah, saw the trailer. Awesome. Looks great. Looks really good. I I think Luke Cage out of all the Netflix series on Netflix. <laughs> Out of all the Marvel Netflix series, that Luke Cage is my by far my favorite. Yeah, you've I, made I love the of that. style of it, and I love the way it infuses music in with the storytelling. And this one looks like it does that again. Of course, I mean, so it's a good formula until people reject it. Keep giving it to them, a la Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I just hope that they're able to kind of rebound from two defenders. Well, of course, that goes without <laughs> saying. What was to me kind of a a downslide of season one, you know, I when we talked about this in our more in depth Luke Cage season one breakdown, I said I was really feeling this season. It just seemed after they got rid of Cottonmouth. Oh that, yeah, and then he, they ended with Diamondback Viperhead. Diamondback. <laughs> okay, Diamondback. <laughs> he was corny and he was a little cheesy. Yeah. And they're like, I'm your brother. And it's just like, really, that was a little weird. And now, yeah, it was weird. It was like two different seasons in one, is what it felt like. And based on this trailer, I like the concept. And I'm going to use a sports analogy. And I think, oh, go sports. uh, Yeah, being the sports guy you are, I think you'll even get this. You know, (laughs) Luke Cage, when he first showed up, no one had an answer for him because he's like, who's this new guy? It's like when there's a new pitcher in the league and he's just striking everyone out and no one's seen his stuff before. But now people have film on him, they can study him. And now it's his second year in the league. People know how to adjust to him or are looking for answers to be able to combat him. And you see that because seemingly a pedestrian who's obviously got something more to him just straight up decks him and knocks him on his ass. Whereas he's deflecting rockets off his body in yeah. like season one or something like that. So, so we I, don't know where this person comes from. This the antagonist. Bushmaster. Is that what he's called? Yeah, dude. Try using that as a gamer tag. You'll probably get wiped or something like that. Bushmaster. Yeah. And there's more to it. And of course there's a uh, Mariah, the, uh, the elected official cotton mouse uh-huh. cousin or, and there's uh still in the mix. Shades. The dude. Shades is back. The henchman. Um, d- What's her name? Uh, Misty. Misty. Oh, Misty what a Knight. cool way to, to end the trailer. And I was like, that's not right. Misty Knight. Yeah, she's got her arm. Yeah, and that was inevitable. We knew that was coming. That was probably one of the only really story pieces that mattered from Defenders, quite honestly. I'm excited to see that. And I like the little banter about sidekick. And it makes it look like uh, he's embracing the hero for hire. Because remember, he like kicks some dude's ass and he's like talking to like whoever's filling him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, so he's I wonder a, if that I didn't even think about that. I didn't even capture the fact that maybe that was like a commercial. Yeah, it might have been, or like a just a viral YouTube hit. So it looks like he's embracing that. Uh, and I wonder people are if knowing who he is, and they're like cheering him on. He's like the local hero. I think that's really yeah, cool. because he was already getting traction at the end of season one. Um, so you know, see if he can ride that train. I wouldn't be surprised, but I kind of hope not. If we see uh, an appearance from Iron Fist. Seems like they just got to... I hope not, man. I kind of hope not. Rosario Dawson's back, though. Oh, yeah. She's the glue that holds them all together. So I'm excited for this season. I don't know completely what to expect, but I expect that it's going to be as good, if not 
even better than the first I'm season. Hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'd be very surprised if I like it as much as I like the first season. But like just when I saw the trailer for Defenders or I saw the trailer for uh, Iron Fist, I was like, okay, yeah, of course I'm going to watch these. But eh. but this one, I, I literally could feel my like my, my head yeah. you know, nodding a little bit like, okay, I'm, I'm excited for this. So uh, let's check that out. Okay. That's it. We have completed. Man, we went through games, movies, TV. And mothers. And mothers. Now, we it's time to wrap it up the way we do every time. You got the shadow synopsis for me. I've got the awesome quote in geek history for That's us. Right. Let's get to it. All right. So I'm going to read Brandon a synopsis, and he's going to guess what it is. Could be a movie, TV show, video game, comic. And I'm going to look it up in Google synonymously <laughs> and pretend I'm doing a text because cool. I've been wrong a lot lately, and I'd like to stop so it. That's not how we play. Okay. Okay. You can play along at home, by the way. Sleep tight, America. Your fate lies safely in the hands of a child genius who whips up dazzling, world-saving inventions in his secret laboratory in the basement of his house. Big sister Dee Dee frequently wrecks his experiments, but his biggest nemesis is Mandark, his neighbor and brilliant rival at Huber Elementary School. Mom and Dad, of course, have no idea what their little angel is up to. That's it. Very cool. I'll pause just a second. Do you know? It sounds like you know what it is. I believe I do. Okay. Um, is this a cartoon that was on Cartoon Network? Don't say yes, because I know it was. Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> yeah, okay. That one uh, was a little easier, I, I thought quite it was, honestly, but yeah. that's all right. We're, we're entitled. To, yeah, we got to go up and down, and you didn't get the last one, right? What was the last one? I don't even remember what That I, you gave me was UHF. Yeah. And I knew it, but I didn't say it, so. Uh, yeah, great. Great show. Okay. Now, what's the, what's the, what's the quote that you want to Well, it's Mother's Day, so on that front, and the fact that there's potential of uh, Borderlands 3 being announced. Okay. I thought I'd go with this quote. I believe it was from Borderlands 2. Is also from the DLC of Torg. Remember him? Yep. The big muscle-bound mechanic. Uh, this is him telling us how that... Uh, this is him telling us how he feels about what really is badass. With Pyro Pete dead, you're now the number four badass on Pandora. Crats, motherfucker. Also, you should treat Moxie nice. Nothing is more badass than treating a woman with respect. That whole uh, series was just so full of these awesome quotes. And we could literally do a show just of quotes from one of those games. Jack specifically had some of the best. And Claptrap. Yes, that's true. All right. Wow, congrats, everyone, for listening to episode 54. We did it of the as Random a community. Fandom. We're about to get out of here, but first we want to let you know how you can get in touch with us. You can find us on the Twitter at RandomFandomWBB. And you can get a hold of us through email at RandomFandomCast at gmail.com. Please just reach out to us. Let us know what you think. And also feel free to suggest some topics that we maybe haven't discussed yet. And another thing I was thinking about literally just popped in my head. We are headed to the San Francisco Comic-Con coming up next month. If you guys are going to be there... If you want to meet up, get on our podcast, or just share some thoughts in person or anything like that, or just got some cool... We're going for the first time, so if you know some cool little tips and tricks, do hit us up, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. It'd be cool to converse about something that... We're going to be there probably recording. Yeah, for sure. I got the audio clearance, so we're good to go with that. Can't wait to meet some people and pay for some pictures that really aren't worth it, but you get (laughs) caught up in the moment, and it's fandom. I'm probably going to pay the $100 or whatever it is to take a picture with Matt Smith, yeah. Cool. I hope he gets topless for a hundred bucks. I mean, something's got to. Somebody should. Something's got to happen. Okay, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. In the meantime, for being a fan of our fandom. And stay geeky.